Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? You were my brother, Anakin! Yo soy Galoo. Dogs and cats living together, Mass Welcome to the Random City Podcast. These guys come from legend, they're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. This is Jimmy and Georgia. I am your host as always. And today is actually our 50th anniversary, if you will. Uh, 50 episodes only took us like, I don't know, five years, six months. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Uh, we're averaging 10 episodes a year. No, not even that. Wow. Okay, eight episodes a year. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have anything special planned or anything. I just uh, wanted to sit down and record and I made some lists. I actually made a few of these over the last little while. And I was working on a new one, and I was like, wow, this would be a good episode to talk about my favorite superheroes. And so, we have some fun things to get into and discuss. And I've, what I've done, I've went through and I've written out a little top ten list of the, the ones that I like the most. And so I figured I would just kind of go down my list uh, maybe discuss a few of the things here and there, and then see if any of you out there in the listening audience may want to share some of your thoughts on Facebook, on Twitter, via the email, voicemail, whatever else. It would be fantastic. And so, t- without any further ado, we're going to jump into my top ten superheroes. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I think one thing we're going to do, actually, with, with, with some more ado, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> we're going to have a couple of honorable mentions. Let's do these first instead of at the end. One thing uh, here, uh, some of these are sidekicks, some of these are just people, uh, heroes or whatever they're, I kind of view as a sidekick, even if they're not. So, uh, a couple of them anyway. So, Robin from Batman and Robin, he's a hero, but not really one of my top ten heroes. The Thing, yeah, he's cool. I like Thing, but again, he's kind of a part of a team. Not not necessarily a sidekick, but a team member with the Fantastic Four. Same thing with Mr. Fantastic. I like Mr. Fantastic, but again, uh, Human Torch, all those make up a team. So, kind of um, lessens their notoriety to me a little bit. Green Arrow, and mostly with him, it's from the Smallville version of Green Arrow. I watched probably half the first season of the current Green Arrow television series and just didn't get into it. I keep hearing it's gotten better in season two, and I know some people like Brandon Roth, who played Superman Superman Returns, is coming in for season three, and I've enjoyed him in the movies and TV shows I've seen apart from Superman Returns. But, I don't know, I just haven't haven't caught up with it. Maybe once it hits Netflix in season two, we'll marathon through one and two and give it another try. I don't know. We have talked about it. Um, another one is kind of a sidekick, kind of a not a sidekick, is Supergirl, who apparently may be getting a, a CBS series. And I, I think there was a news a few days ago that Supergirl has gotten a pilot order anyway with CBS. And then one more person I have as an honorable mention is Cyclops from the X-Men again. Kind of a team thing, so kind of lessens his notoriety to me. So with all that said, let's get into my top ten. And uh, we're going to start at number 10, and then we're going to go down to number 1. My number 10 is actually Daredevil. I don't know, out there in, in Radio Land, some of you may enjoy the Daredevil, some of you may not. I don't know much about him from the comics. The main thing I really got to know him from was some of the, the comic book uh, movies and then some of the comic book video games. Obviously, Daredevil, 
Ben Affleck uh, several years ago now, what, about a decade ago, he and uh, Jennifer Garner, his lovely wife, uh, were Daredevil and Elektra. And then also he was featured in the trial of the Incredible Hulk back in the 80s, which I think they were going to try to do a, a Daredevil spinoff maybe with that. And they even featured Thor in one of those movies they made back in the old Incredible Hulk days. And then on the Marvel's Ultimate Alliance on Facebook, the little Facebook game, and then the Avengers, uh, no wait, Ultimate Alliance was the Xbox game. Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and then Marvel's Avengers Alliance was the Facebook game. So, apart from the movies, those two games are my main exposure to Daredevil. Uh, haven't really seen any cartoons with him featured heavily, nor have I really gotten into any of his comic books. But I enjoyed um, him in the movies, and uh, I especially liked the Daredevil director's cut. So, anyway, number 10 on the list. Number 9, I really liked Iceman. And the main reason I like Iceman, yes, he's an X-Men I think he was in X-Men 2, 3, and then the newest one. Um, so X-Men, X-Men Last, X-Men 2, X-Men Last Stand, and then X-Men Days of Future Past uh, as Sean Asmore, who, again, Smallville reference there. Um, but the way I really knew Iceman, really, was the Frank Walker-voiced character from the Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends cartoon on Saturday mornings back when I was a kid, which I loved. It's one of my favorites that I can remember growing up, and it's actually on Netflix. I've watched a few episodes here and there last few months it's still good still like it so Iceman and again mostly from the Spider-Man and his amazing friends um number eight on my list Wolverine and I like Wolverine I'm not the hugest Wolverine fan I've come out and said I think on this podcast before of the X-Men movies probably the two Wolverine movies are two of my least favorites um, but I still like the character um, I first really was introduced to him in the X-Men cartoon in the 90s, like probably a lot of people my age. I got into some of the X-Men comics at that time. Um, also, obviously the seven feature films he's appeared in, and then the um, games I've mentioned earlier with the Facebook and the Xbox. So, Wolverine, Cool Cat, Bub. Thor. Not really that familiar with Thor until the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which really is heavenly, 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 that's kind of a funny slip when I'm supposed to be talking about a supposed Norse god. Anyway, Thor. The Marvel Cinematic Universe heavily influenced the, this list. And so, beginning here, really, in number seven with Thor, you're going to see that. So, again, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor, Thor to the Dark World, Avengers, um, and then some of those video games again. Uh, as my main exposure to Thor. I also was really enjoying the Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon that Disney canceled from Disney XD to make way for a new Avengers cartoon. Um, Thor, fantastic, God of Thunder. And I have been exposed to him in some of the comics. I've, I've read through the Matt Fraction, Invincible Iron Man, for a good chunk of it, not all of it. And he was in there for a few issues here and there. Uh, okay, number six on the old list. And this goes back to from when I was a kid. And uh, a couple of these really do. Some of them kind of don't. Growing up, I enjoyed... The Incredible Hulk TV show immensely with Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Uh, I still have fond memories of watching that show. And I've, I've seen it again. I think it's one of those things been on Netflix. I've watched a couple episodes here and there. And I remember there in the like late 80s, early 90s, them making a couple of those movies, which I mentioned earlier. The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, The Death of the Incredible Hulk, um, that featured Daredevil, that featured Thor as they were trying to expand that, that universe, um, which I thought was a great idea, but unfortunately never... Saw the light of day. But yeah, it's interesting to see how the Hulk has evolved. By the time Avengers came around, I had really enjoyed The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. I was kind of disappointed Ed Norton wasn't going to be in The Avengers. But then 
Mark Ruffalo did a great job. He's fantastic. And I know I've had a brief episode about the Avengers, but Mark Ruffalo was a fantastic Bruce Banner. Or David Banner. Wait. David Banner was a TV show. Bruce Banner's the regular character. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Banner. Fantastic. And I feel like there's definitely a lot of nods in The Incredible Hulk, especially to Bill Bixby, to Lou Ferrigno. And then Lou Ferrigno actually still voices the Hulk. And so think that's really cool tying that stuff in um and again with the hulk apart from the movies apart from the television series there was those, those marvel video games that again makes a difference to me as a as a gamer not that i'm really super into gaming but still does make a difference all right now we're gonna get into the top five and these may have a little more lengthy explanations um but as you can see on that rundown of the top 10 to 6 Two of those are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Daredevil, Iceman, Wolverine, Thor, and the Incredible Hulk. All right. Number five on the list, we have our first DC character appearance in one of two. Uh, Number five, Batman. And as a kid, growing up in the 80s, the first thing I really knew Batman from that I really remember was the old 60s TV show in reruns. And, you know, it was campy. It was silly. But to me, that was Batman, and that's what I knew. And then you also had Super Friends and all these different variations. As I was a kid growing up watching that on Saturday mornings, my brother, I was like nine years older than me, he really still liked that cartoon. It was one of the cartoons that we would watch together, along with like the Herculoids and some of those cartoons that were on when he was a kid that they kind of brought back there in the early 80s. So those, those were kind of fun. I have fond memories of those. And, uh, you know, Batman's a cool guy. Like, he's had what, eight feature films, I think, at this point. You include the original Batman the movie from the 60s. You had the two Michael Keaton movies, the Val Kilmer movie, the George Clooney movie. Then you have three featuring Christian Bale with the Chris Nolan Batman movies. And now we're about to have the ninth cinematic appearance in an actual movie with um, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. And so that's a lot of movies over the years. Uh, and it just, I mean, I guess since we're talking about Batman, we'll talk about the movies briefly. I really enjoyed the first Batman. I was like 12 when Batman came out, and it was awesome, I thought, at the time. And it, we were like, oh man, this is dark and gritty. <laughs> at least that's what I remember seeing on like TV and stuff. But, you know, compared to the old slapstick stuff from the 60s. And then, uh, even as a kid, I did not enjoy Batman Returns. I haven't really gone back and watched it in, in years. But there was something about that movie, very Tim Burton, from what I remember now. I didn't realize that at that time. Very Tim Burton. Look, feel, character-wise, all that stuff. Um, But yeah, I I didn't care for that one. I really enjoyed the Val Kilmer Batman Forever, even though Val Kilmer kind of phoned that performance in. He didn't do much acting in that. He's an incredible actor, at least he can be. You watch The Doors, you watch Tombstone, he's fantastic. And then most of these other movies, he's very bland. Which I don't quite understand. I don't know what what that is all about. But I like Batman Forever. Again, it was it was kind of cheesy a little bit. Um, and then I never watched Batman and Robin. I've attempted to once. I didn't want to see it once I heard George Clooney was going to be Batman. I was just like, no, that's stupid. I don't want to see that. And then I heard all my friends talking about how bad it was. I never watched it. And then it was on TV not too long ago. And I was like... I'll give it a shot for a few minutes. I watched two, three minutes of it. I'm like, man, this is stupid. And I still plan to at some point try to give it a watch, but I, I just haven't been able to do it yet. <laughs> and then the three Batman movies from Chris Nolan, the Dark Knight trilogy, I guess. 
those are those are good movies. I, I enjoy Batman Begins. I think probably looking back at now the best of the three, um, in my opinion. I don't have any real issues with it. I enjoyed Liam Neeson in that movie. I enjoyed the Scarecrow and Cillian Murphy did a great job. Batman, I mean the whole deal. Lucius, like Lucius, Mr. Wayne. Well, uh, we have a tank called the Tumbler. If you would like to take a look at it. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wayne. Bury with your parents that don't want to bury you too. I don't know. I'm bad at impressions. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, I really do like that one the best. The second movie I know I've complained about on the podcast. That I get bored about halfway through and shut it off. Never watched The Dark Knight all the way through in one sitting. Uh, I have a short attention span when it comes to that movie. Um, it's a good movie, but I get bored. And then The Dark Knight Rises has lots of issues, I feel like. I mean, it's still not terrible. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I own it. But um, not the finest moment of the trilogy, which is what you would want. But I kind of feel like with The Dark Knight and how people love it and praise it and whatever, mostly because Heath Ledger died, I feel like it's kind of overhyped because of that. But um, they kind of should have just said, eh, okay, we're done. But, you know, whatever. It's Hollywood. They all about, they're all about the money. So, anyway, we'll be having a new Batman. Uh, what, about 18 months from now or so, something like that? Anyway, so, Batman, number five on the old list. Booyah. Alright, number four for Jimmy and George's top ten superheroes. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I really like Spider-Man. Growing up again earlier on my list, number nine on my list is because of Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Um, I, I never really saw the live-action Spider-Man from, I think it was the 70s. I know there's some older Spider-Man cartoons too. I never really got into any of those. But I really enjoyed Spider-Man, Firestar, Iceman, and Hook... Uh, and they would do adventures and fight the Green Goblin and whoever else. And then every once in a while, Xavier would show up and stuff. I thought the, the Indian guy would like show up and he'd get really tall. <laughs> it just, it's a fun show. So that definitely exposed me to Spider-Man early on. And uh, by the time the Tobey Maguire movies came out in the early 2000s, definitely was a big, big fan of Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 is probably my favorite of those movies. And then Spider-Man 3 again has issues. Probably trying to do a little too much. But, I mean, overall, I still didn't, I don't just completely hate it, but it definitely has issues, kind of like The Dark Knight um, Rises. Like, it's not, you know, trash, it's not terrible, but it has problems. And uh, the two new movies, Andrew Garfield, I enjoyed. Um, the main thing I guess I don't like about those movies was his love interest, Gwen Stacy. If you know anything about the comic book, you would know what happens to Gwen Stacy. So, the beginning it's like so when's that gonna happen and then going into a movie knowing that's going to happen kind of ruins it spoiler alert there's no happily ever after there and there never will be a happily ever after there and so that i don't know i would i would like it better if they didn't follow the comics on some things it's kind of like walking dead it's like i like the walking dead when it follows the comics to an extent but it's nice when I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, there's a barn over there. Hey, guess what? You know, six episodes from now, we'll find out there's some zombies in there. Well, I knew that as soon as they showed that barn or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> I would have preferred it if Emma Stone was still available for for Spider-Man 3. But I still liked it. It was good. You know, it's not my decision. Hollywood does what they want. So, Again, another thing with Spider-Man, the um, Ultimate Alliance game. But then also, there was a few of those games from the early 2000s when those other movies were coming out. I remember having one. I think it was Spider-Man 2 for the GameCube. And I played that thing like a lot. You could just fly around New York City on your little webs and 
fight crime and stuff. It was fun. All right, number three out of my top ten favorite superheroes <laughs> is Iron Man. Before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Iron Man was not on my old radar. Not really. I'd heard of him. I'd, I'd seen him. Um, I knew who the Mandarin was from back in the '90s, from you know getting into some comic book stuff when I was you know early teens or whatever. But just never read Iron Man uh, as far as that kind of stuff goes. But uh, I love the second Iron Man is what really got me excited about the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. As they were, you know, really first talking about building this universe and actually doing something here. I liked the first one okay. On kind of like Dark Knight, I was a little bored through it. I fallen asleep at the first time I tried to watch Iron Man. I believe it was. <laughs> but uh, by the time the second one came out, I was I was hyped up about the second one, and uh, saw it several times in the theater. I think three times, and yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And Avengers, obviously, a lot of cool stuff going on in Avengers. And then uh, after it was after Iron Man 2, I got into the Invincible Iron Man comics with Matt Fraction. And uh, I read through, I don't really know how many, a bunch of them. They're on my shelf over there. <laughs> got the uh, hardcover thing of like 12, eight, I don't know, 24 issues, some, some big omnibus thing. And then got several smaller trade paperback type things. Well, actually, they're hardcovers. Hardcover trades of like six issues, five, six issues. So, very cool series of comics. And a uh, cool character again. Played played those video games featuring Iron Man, um, which helps. Alright, well, I think that's about all for the old Iron Man. As I look at the Marvel Legends Iron Man here on the wall in front of me. <laughs> and then, speaking of things hanging on the wall in front of me, that's going to bring us to number two. <laughs> I've got uh, a 1980s Captain America. I've got a uh, two Marvel Legends Captain America, Captain America Pez, uh, Captain America number 112 from April of who knows when, uh, hanging on the wall metal poster of that. A couple Captain American Falcon um, little things. Yeah, I like Captain America a lot. <laughs> and uh, these first two Captain Americas and Avengers movies, fantastic. Uh, the first Avenger. Definitely one of my favorite movies. And then uh, Wonder Soldier blew that out. Well, then, uh, we talked about this, I think, last episode. Guardians of the Galaxy blew that away. So, (laughs) uh, as far as a team, again, that's one of those things. It's the team. I like that team a whole bunch. But I wouldn't say Star-Lord's my favorite hero. And I wouldn't say Rocket or Groot's my favorite hero. I mean, they're, they're not. But Captain America is one of my favorite heroes. And so, and it's one of those things that he could, he could become number one at some point, just if these things keep going, I guess. And I've gotten a few of the comics. I actually bought a thing on Kindle. It was like the first, I don't remember. I'm not sure how many it was, but it was like literally like the first run of Captain America from back in like the forties where he's punching Hitler on the cover and all that stuff. And that was pretty cool. It was way different. Bucky's a little kid and, and all this stuff. And then I bought, a newer one, the basically the Winter Soldier trade paperback, um, to kind of find out more about the Winter Soldier. And I haven't gotten into reading that one yet, but definitely I could talk about this on Guardians. When I'm into a movie and it makes me want to go out and buy comics and toys and all those things, that definitely shows me that I'm really interested. I want more of this. And so with Iron Man, it happened to me where I went out and got the books. I went out. And, you know, I have a toy here, and I have um, other things. And I have uh, Captain America. I have lots of little Captain America paraphernalia, kind of like with Guardians. I have a little more quantity of Captain America, but I have better quality of the Guardians. <laughs> but anyway, um, definitely Captain America number two, and it really could become number one on the list. 
Uh, possibly, depending on, I guess, how some future movies go and things. So it's giving Captain America 3 coming out um, in 2016. Next year we have Avengers 2. Um, and then in around that same time of Captain America 3, we have these Man of Steel versus the Dark Knight thing. So I guess depending on how that movie goes, Captain America honestly could be number one at that point. But right now I'm still keeping number one for my boy Superman. And uh, I've been a big fan of Superman since I was a kid. Uh, I mean, I, growing up when I did, he was the superhero. Like, that was the only superhero movies you saw on TV was Superman. The movie and Superman 2. Um, those two more so than the others as far as TV runs is when I was a kid. And those are fantastic. They still hold up to me. Like, I know they're kind of cheesy. Some of the special effects are bad. And as you go further along, three and four, the budgets were lower. And, you know, the effects were bad. There was repetitive usage of the same shots and issues in here and there, but Chris Reeves made a great Superman. He played the the, the Boy Scout, the All-American, even though he's an alien, the All-American uh, Truth, Justice, and the American Way kind of thing, which is how they're doing Captain America right now correctly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how I kind of feel like they're not doing Superman correctly at that Man of Steel movie. I still like Man of Steel movie. I'm not complaining about the Man of Steel movie, um, but he didn't quite feel... 100% like Superman to me. He, he did, but uh, slightly off. And I know they're trying to make it more like Christopher Nolan and blah, 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 blah. He needs to be wholesome. He needs to be you know, honest, truthful, all those things. He needs to be Superman. He needs to be the Boy Scout. He needs to be the good guy. He needs to be like Clark Kent was, for the most part, on uh, Smallville. Love Smallville. I have all ten seasons of that here on the shelves, which is saying something to me because I purged out huge amounts of movies and DVDs and se seasons of TV shows a few years back. You know, all the seasons of Battlestar Galactica up to that point, all the seasons of The Office up to that point, ten seasons of The Simpsons, uh, all the seasons of Buffy, all the seasons of Angel, just all that kind of... I had tons and tons and tons of DVDs, and so... Smallville made the cut. I still have Smallville. <laughs> and there's only a few, few series that I actually have kept. I still have Smallville, I still have Chuck, I still have Supernatural. I don't have them all, but I have the ones that I have. And that's about it. I sold pretty much everything else. And granted, Netflix kind of helped with that, to be quite honest. Uh, being that uh, around that same time, around, was it five years ago, Netflix was really kicking into high gear with those things on demand, where you could watch The Office. I'm like, well, I don't really need The Office. Well, you could watch you know, Battlestar Galactic. I don't really need that, or, or whatever. Oh, Lost is the other one that made the cut, by the way. But anyway, uh, Smallville, fantastic show. I enjoyed it. It got better and better, I felt like, as it went along. And then those last three years or so were really, really good. And so, love the Smallville. We love those old um, Christopher Reeve movies. I thought Brandon Routh was fantastic in Superman Returns. And granted, that was kind of an homage to those Richard Donner movies that Superman 1, Superman 2, and it was basically a sequel to Superman 2. The only problem I feel like with that movie, to me, um, from knowing what I know of the character, I didn't like that Superman had a kid. I know in Superman 2 there was a point where he didn't have his powers, he and Lois hooked up and whatnot, and boom, they had a little baby here in this movie, but I didn't like Superman having a kid. That just seemed strange. I don't know. And maybe that's legit from the comics and everything. I just didn't ever read that or see that, but I didn't like that part. And that was, that was my main problem with the movie. Other than that, I thought it was awesome. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up my top 10 superheroes here. And I know I've left off hundreds and maybe even thousands of superheroes that maybe you like 
And if you want to tell me all the ones that you enjoyed that you thought should have been on the list and I excluded or forgot about, please send us an email over at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash randomcitypodcast. You can also find us on Twitter at randomcity. And uh, there's all sorts of stuff. If you go over to randomcitypodcast.com, you can see our email addresses and all of our social media outlets and everything there. So... If you'd um if you'd like to contact us, please do. We'd love to include your feedback in the next episode. One other thing I do want to mention here before we close out the show. Our podcast and all of the podcasts we do here at Jimmy and Georgia Radio are found over in Stitcher. Uh, Radio on demand. You can find us there if you search for Jimmy in Georgia Radio and you can uh, listen to this podcast there on the go without having to download or sync anything. And it is there in our Stitcher on demand. So Anyway, with all that said, we're going to say good night or good day to you at this point, and I am Jimmy Georgia. Peace. <laughs>